hello and welcome. This is Story You Talk Radio, and I am your host, Coach Debbie. I am delighted that you have set aside this hour so we can talk about the stories you live by, whether that's your family, your business, your finance, your writing, your love life, or whatever else. But today, I'm going to take you on a little journey, and we're going to talk about the story of your health. It all begins by having a relationship to your own health and making your health a priority. I looked high and low and far and wide, and I found someone who has been doing exactly that for me all summer long. And I don't think she even knew it until a few days ago. But I I hunted her down, and I brought her to the show today. So we're going to be talking in just a few minutes to Autumn Bates, who is the owner, founder, creator of an amazing series of ebooks, blogs, her brand, her bundle, her everything. Her business is called Autumn L Nutrition, E L L E, Autumn L Nutrition. You might know about her too. And let me tell you, I was delighted to find her. But first, what is going on over there in Coach Debbie Land? I know I've been trying to keep up with y'all while we have this unusual year. We have been giving you a live show every Thursday at four o'clock. A lot of the time I've been at home in my little West Seattle beach cottage little studio and it's hard to talk to Eric from there because it, it feels so far away and just feels like I don't have the equipment he has. Can't tell I'm with him today. I've got the high fancy equipment going on and and we get to be, you know, 10 10 feet of distance from each other, but it's just so much nicer. How you doing today, Eric? I'm doing great, Debbie. It's great to see you. Great. uh, Yeah. I'm looking forward to the show. Oh, yes. Looking forward to the show. I know we're going to get callers. So, We've got a guest from Southern California, so whatever numbers are best, could you offer them? You bet. Yeah, we'd love uh, for folks to call in and ask their questions today about nutrition or about writing. 425-373-5527 is a great number to call. Again, that's 425-373-5527 or toll-free 888-298-5569. That's 888-298-KK. And W. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I also keep my Facebook Messenger open. You can go to the backside of Facebook and type in a question for the show, either at Coach Debbie, and that's D E B B Y, that's the, um, oh, I guess they call it a business page, or at my personal page on Facebook, which is Debbie. Handrich, and it's just like it sounds, H-A-N-D-R-I-C-H, Debbie Handrich, and I'll just be popping in there, seeing if you have something to write in. I know it takes guts to call and to have your voice on live radio. I know that's a gutsy thing, so please feel free to send in a message if, if that feels easier. 
You can even send it to my email, which is askcoachdebbie at gmail. Askcoachdebbie, again, that's D-E-B-B-Y, at gmail.com. So I have an incredible little story for you. You know that I help people write their books, their blogs, and their brands. I, I was a writing professor for, uh, to be exact, 20 years and one week. <laughs> and it was wonderful. You know, we worked on memoir and mythology and creative writing. But I really wanted to help people write their books You can't really do that in the the 12 weeks or the 18 weeks that you have college students with you. So I went entrepreneurial, and I've I've created courses, many of them I've offered intimately in, in my little writing studio there in West Seattle. But you know, this year made things really different. So I've upped the ante, as I know many of you have had to do as well. So I do have more products online at this point, but one of them that I'm really, really proud of, I'm going to launch for January. And this is all about authoring your life. I know I've been talking to you about this here, but if you're going to be the author of a book, it's a little bit tricky to just compartmentalize that and start running as fast as you can to be on the New York Times bestseller list and on and on and on. If you want to be a great author, you want to understand how you are authoring your life. And that really means looking at your values. For me, I value my business. I value my love, Todd Allen. I value my family. I value my writing. I'm coming to value my health much more all the time. And if we're not really in touch with all those areas and really understanding what our story is about them and how we want to live, there's going to be gaps. There's going to be holes. So this mastermind that I'm offering in January, it's for the serious person that wants to make an investment in themselves And over time, you're going to hear me talk about that more and more. If you'd like it written down and easy to read right in front of you, just go to CoachDebbie.com and sign up for my newsletter. I will never give a soul your email address. Mm -mm. And I won't, you know, hit your inbox every, every hour or something ridiculous like that. If you like what you read, follow along. If you don't, that's okay too. But my hope is that... You are here because authoring your life, whether it's your book, your blog, your brand, your love life, your financial life, whatever it is, it matters to you. So with that said, I want to introduce you to our topic today, which is all around the story of your health. And a lot of you heard me sit on on the couch and wail about my injury. I injured my shoulder really, really, really badly about a year and a half ago. And last May, yeah, was that just May? Yeah, that marked one year. It was one year of going to acupuncturists, chiropractors, you name it, and trying to ease the agonizing pain of what's called a frozen shoulder. Don't get this, okay? 
do anything you can to avoid it. But I was at that at that point, if you've had an injury, there's this point you hit where you feel defeated and nobody wants to commiserate anymore. <laughs> Your friends that have felt sorry for you, they're all done. The people that, you know, used to bring you soup, they're all done. And you, you have to find your way back even though the pain is still critical. And even though I wasn't sleeping. So I did what anyone would do. I went straight to Google and I started searching for help. Give me some help. Everything I'm doing is pointing me in the right direction, but I'm in pain here. And I realized I was going to have to take a really different approach. So I started Googling things like cook for yourself when you're injured <laughs> or don't run, walk. I, I just started to try and think of things that I thought I could do. And up came this YouTube video of this lovely young woman, and she was talking about the benefits of walking and not running. She was talking about cooking from home. And she was really supporting people like me that were eager to up the ante and have a better relationship with their health. And I liked her. And I started binging her blog and watching every single YouTube video she put out. I would notice she'd put something out and 14 hours later, about 5,000 people had already watched it and clicked on it and loved it. So I knew it wasn't just me. And she was taking out the mystery of what does it mean to detox and what's that intermittent fasting thing all about? And I just thought, you know what? I have a radio show for crying out loud. I am going to get this girl to come on my show whether she likes it or not. And the good news is she liked the idea. So today, you're going to get to talk to her, too, and send in your question. Her name is Autumn Bates. She is the founder and the creator of Autumn L Nutrition. She's a certified clinical nutritionist, and she holds her master's in nutrition and human performance, and she delivers scientific facts and holistic methods to achieve your wellness dreams. Like I said, I've been blogging or uh, binging her blog and really appreciating how she authors her life. So welcome, Autumn. It is a pleasure to have you here, my friend. Well, thank you so much. It's amazing to be talking live as well. Usually I'm used to talking to a camera and editing out all of my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do it very, very well. I must tell you, I, I sit there knowing that every Tuesday and Thursday, there is going to be more from you. I love your consistency. Oh, thank you so much. I just filmed, actually, I just edited one today as well. <laughs> and I just saw it right before the show. I clicked my like. I saw you've already started replying to people. And, you know, YouTube is just such a big thing today. And and it's it's on the shoulders of blogging, which is on the shoulders of of Facebook. And remember, oh, what was that one they used to call it? MySpace. I never did that one. Yeah. <laughs> did you do that one? 
Yeah, yeah. I had that one, I think, when the two years it lasted, I think I had it during that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it only two years? There you go. Uh, it, it felt like it. And then Facebook kind of took over and, and it was cool to like Facebook instead. So <laughs> we all switched over to that. We all switched and you're killing it on Instagram. I, I would love it if you made a class on how to how to blow up your Instagram page. You're doing a great job on there. But I know all of this comes from your real heart and desire to help people achieve their wellness goals. Is this something that you have always been on the path with wellness? Has that always been something inside of you? Yeah, I would say at least most of my entire adult life, as um, long as I can remember, my I came from a family or I come from a family of chiropractors. My dad's a chiropractor, my brother's a chiropractor. So I really um, came to just nutrition and wellness from kind of a different perspective than a lot of people. Uh, the chiropractic philosophy is really cool where it basically has this idea that your body knows what it's doing and whatever is going on, it's because there's something that's causing the body to not be able to do its job. So what we need to do is figure out what that thing is, remove that essentially interference and then um, allow your body to do what it's made to do. And I kind of took that approach for nutrition did it for myself, um, for my family around me, and then got really interested in the science behind it and how it's not just the philosophy, that philosophy that the body knows what it's doing, but the science really mirrors that as well. So I've always been someone, I like to see how things connect. And if I can't understand how something happens, then I won't be able to remember it. I won't be able to memorize that. So, um, I mean, you've probably seen on my YouTube channel, that's what I try and get across is helping others actually understand what's happening and um, being able to make these connections on how they can actually really help to heal themselves with pretty simple methods. And you do it so well. I can't even tell you how many times before I had heard the term insulin resistance. And, yeah. and I just thought, so am I resisting something? Can insulin really choose to resist? What are we talking about here? And it would just confuse me and upset me. And I watched two of your videos and I'm like, got it. Got yeah. it. I was yeah. so relieved. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's what's really kind of funny about the body and science. I think that a lot of people like to um, use a, a lot of words that, it, you know, science is a different language, really. Um, my dad, being a chiropractor, had told me as going into school, be ready to learn a new language. <laughs> the first couple years of school, you're pretty much just only learning all of these different terms, and that's your base. And in order to even speak the language and understand anything um, at the higher level, you first have to understand this different language of science. And um, and I think that sometimes can muddle it for people who haven't studied it and make it appear much more complicated than it has to be. Uh, so I'm glad to hear that it's it was made clear for you <laughs> with my videos. That's my exact goal. Oh, absolutely. And, and not only just that you made it clear, but you have a certain energy that made me feel like, you know, I could step into this. I, I felt like I didn't have to be a marathon runner to join your group. I know you you have a, a Facebook group and, and sometimes when people talk about their private groups, there's this intimidation factor of I have to be 
further along on my journey before I'll be accepted, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, that's great that comes across because I never want anyone to feel that wherever they're starting at, that they can't start right now and that they can't start where they're at. I mean, you've seen in the Facebook group, there's some people who have lost like 70 plus pounds and they've been there from the beginning and shared their journey from the beginning. And I think that's really important for long-term longevity for wellness goals as well is being able to have that sense of community and sense of accountability to achieving your goals. Um, And you can't really do that if you feel intimidated before you even start. Yes, yes. And I love that you post pictures. There was a picture of a gal named Jennifer that shows up every now and then in your newsletters and and in the group. And I related. I'm like, there's my body. The one on the left is what I got. And the one on the right is the one I lost track of. And and when I saw her, I just thought she's she's in the same 10 pound journey I'm in because while, while I've never had to really lose more than 10 or 15 pounds, my guess is when you're trying to start anything, that's, that's what's so difficult is how am I going to launch myself into this new program or, or whatever you have. I'm sure you've talked to so many people that, that will say, you know, I'm, I'm different than her because I have so much more to lose. But Gosh, anytime, anytime I've had something I had to start, it was like, but we have to start all of us somehow, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's where, especially within my videos and within my programs, what I highly emphasize all the time is to always make it adjusted to your lifestyle, your food preferences and to what your body needs. So if you, you know, like there's the various um, resources within the programs on on how to adjust uh, the fat and protein to fit your needs and your hunger levels. And um, depending on your goals, if you're an athlete or if you have more, um, you know, more weight loss specific goals or gut healing goals that, you know, you can still make that progress and you can still um, make steps towards that and be specific towards your goal. But it is really important that you actually are honing in on what you want because um, you know, nutrition isn't a one size fits all solution. Um, I mean, nutrition itself, eating for your body, of course, is in the sense where we all need to be taking care of our body with the food that we're eating. But just as a really easy, simple example, um, you know, someone who's looking to lose weight, raw vegetables is great. But someone who is looking for the gut healing um, benefits, raw vegetables is not so great. You want to cook them. Um, so mm-hmm. it's just really important to make sure that you're always focusing on those little tiny um, strategies that will get you to where you actually want to be. And that's, I mean, that's something I reiterate time and time again in my programs and in the videos as well. Mm-hmm. I love all the review. <laughs> I need review. I'm that sort of person that benefits so much from that. Looks like we're getting our first question. So what do you say we take just a quick little break here? And when we come back, Casey, you are up with your question. Okay, great. Have you 
considered your health goals as you step into fall? Are you finishing the year right on track? If these questions leave you stumped, meet Autumn, the founder of L Nutrition. As a clinical nutritionist, she knows that counting calories never works long term, and high endurance exercise is not everyone's thing. Stay tuned for more Story You Talk Radio as Autumn Bates shares scientific facts to help you be fit, reduce chronic pain, and meet your wellness dreams. COVID-19 is a severe lung infection. Trust the American Lung Association for science-based public health information, especially for the 36 million Americans who live with lung disease. We have resources to protect your lung health, access expertise from medical professionals, and peer-to-peer support through our online communities. Visit lung.org for daily updates or call 1-800-LUNG-USA. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Hello and welcome back. If you're just tuning in, I am talking to Autumn Bates, certified clinical nutritionist, who I've been following, binging, following (laughs) since probably the very end of May while I was being a real stubborn little couch potato and feeling bad that my shoulder, while I had gone a long, long ways with my injury, um, I, I, was, I was hearing from the chiropractor that it, it could be another year. I was hearing from the acupuncturist it could be actually another 18 months And I was hearing from my general GP that, you know, some people deal with this for four years. And I just wanted to cut my arm off and be done with it. And what I found was something that just surprised the heck out of me. And that was I went from having 30% use, basically, of my right arm to about 95% use in one summer. And what did I change? My nutrition. That's what I changed. And it was Autumn that helped me out of this. I was watching her videos. I had downloaded this great thing we call the Intermittent Fasting Bundle. I wanted to let you all know that I am going to give you the gift of an Intermittent Fasting Bundle if you are the first person to call in here today. I would be more than happy to give that to you. It sits on my iPad. It greets me every morning. It basically tells me what I need to do. And it's not hard. It's not hard at all. If it was, it wouldn't have happened for me. But I have gone from being, you know, upset and hurting to feeling great. And it took one season. And it was about nutrition. Who knew? I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be this way. 
And what I'm, what I'm learning is that some of you didn't know, too, because we have a question here from Casey. Casey writes in. She says she is in the L.A. area, and she says, Hi, so good to get a topic like this. I really could use some help. I'm pretty sure I know the nutritionist you are speaking of. I recognize her voice. I want to know about detoxing. I would like this debunked that you have to stop eating for days, that you have to give your body all this extra water. I really have heard a lot of myths that detoxing is the only way to begin something new. But my guess is that there's ways I don't yet know about. Could you tell me what it really means to detox in 2020? <laughs> I love that. So it's a great question. <laughs> dive on in. So, I mean, there's a lot of misconceptions with detoxes where you know people think they have to do like green juice detox or smoothie detoxes or you need to have lemon cayenne water detox. Um, but ultimately detox or detoxification is something our body is doing every single day. So our liver is the main hub of where detoxification happens. And with detox, what it's doing, <clears throat> it's literally taking something that, um, our body can't process, uh, or that, you know, our body can't use rather, and it's converting it into, um, something that's water soluble so that we can sweat or pee it out. And that's what the liver is doing. And so it's always happening. If you're having, if you drink coffee, you're detoxing every day. If you're, um, you know, being exposed to any type of chemicals. So if you're in LA, just like me, unfortunately, we're exposed to a lot. Um, so you're always going to be detoxing these items out. Your liver's always going to be converting these into water soluble, which just means that it can be absorbed in water um, compound and sweated out, peed out, whatever it may be. Um, but there, it can get backed up. So especially if, um, you know, with various medications, with various um, different types of supplements, with various foods, fructose is one of the um, biggest food products that we need to actually be um, eliminating through our liver. We can't just use fructose, so the fruit sugar, as a source of energy. We have to break it down and either convert it into glucose um, or it'll just get stored as fat and, and cause what's called fatty liver disease. Um, stored on the outside of the liver. And that's where it just gets backed up. If we have too much where the liver can't deal with it, you know, if you think of it as like a machine, um, let's say it can only process 20 units of toxins a day. And if you're giving it 40 or 50 or 100, then that's just going to constantly be stored on the outside of your liver because it needs to push it somewhere until it can address it. Um, so what, you know, with something like the seven day IF detox that's in um, the complete intermittent fasting bundle, what that's really focusing on um, is making it so that it's reducing, you're reducing the amount of food, or at least from food sources, food items, um, and supplements that are going to cause, that are, that are needed to break down, be broken down by the liver, so that your liver can then address what is already stored. So, you know, detox always happening, but it can get backed up. And that's where you want to reduce the types of foods or the products that cause uh, backup, further backup in the liver so that it can address what's already there. And, you know, with a lot of these, um, you know, a lot of these quote, you can't see it, but I'm doing bunny ears. I'm used to being on <laughs> camera, so still using my hand motions. Uh, but with a lot of these detoxes, they, you know, they aren't actually really addressing the liver. 
Um, they, you know, we view detox almost as a reset. I think that's used interchangeably. And, um, and for it to be a true detox, what we really need to be focusing on is removing or eliminating the types of foods that are required by the liver to be broken down and hopefully also providing the additional ingredients that are used by the liver to create uh, these antioxidants, like glutathione is one of them, um, to create these antioxidants that are used for liver detoxification and, and increasing phase one, phase two detox. So this is why you'll often hear things like turmeric and um, and ginger and you know, having things like selenium, so Brazil nuts, all of those are used to speed up liver detoxification while also increasing your natural production of the antioxidants that help with detox. So all that sounds very complicated and normally I would have like a lot of pictures popping up on my YouTube channel mm-hmm. so you guys can follow along. Um, but essentially your, your liver is always detoxing. Sometimes it gets overloaded and that's where we need to just give it a break so that we can allow the liver to detox out what's been stored. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about you. You, you understand things in, in just an incredible depth and you're able to then explain all that but then come back with just two sentences to sum it up that we, you know, just kind of imprint and, and take with us. We're we're always in some sort of detoxing phase. Our liver, our liver's job is to detox. I didn't know that until I started following you. I thought I had to kind of trip its trigger somehow and, yeah. and get that going. So. Yeah, and that's, that's a lot of processes within the body um, where it's just going back to what I was saying on how the body knows what to do. You know, it knows how to get rid of toxins. Uh, we don't do it. We do none of the actual detoxification. We just provide the body what it needs. So, you know, providing it the selenium, providing it the nutrients to speed up uh, phase one or phase two detox, and then remove what's blocking it to do its job. So with everything that I do with nutrition, that's how I always view it. What do I need to add in to help? And what do I need to remove to stop um, whatever's interfering? You know, Autumn, just between you and me, that's exactly how book writing works. Oh, really? Yeah, people think so much that it's about, you know, I've got to get this thing written. I've got to make this thing happen. But it's actually about getting out of our own way so that the story that wants to come out of us can. So that the story we want to say has the room to breathe and live and be written down. And, and I have always treated my health like something I had to control. Mm-hmm. It's only in the last several months that I've started to get out of the way of letting my health do what my health can do for me if I'm just willing to make some commitments. And one was learning what it really means to do intermittent fasting because... Before I started following you, I, I really did think fasting is just something you, you die from after you haven't eaten for days. You know, it's just something like that, some hideous idea. And it's not that at all. I can't, I can't even imagine going back to my life before intermittent right. fasting. So can you tell us what that really is about? Yeah, well, intermittent fasting is really just the... Um, the it. It all comes down to this idea of homeostasis, which means balance, essentially. Um, 
you know, we hear a lot in the wellness world that we need to achieve balance, like quote balance. You need to have a balanced life, a balanced whatever. But, you know, when people talk like that, they don't actually, um, there's no, there's no, uh, reason for it. They don't really, there's no standardized type of balance. Like balance could mean anything to anyone. Um, but in science, for our physiology, for nutrition, there actually is something for balance called homeostasis. And this is where our body is always trying to achieve a balance. So a really simple example is how your body is always trying to achieve a constant body temperature. So if we are too cold, our body will start to increase the metabolism in order to um, just increase the heat that's produced so that we can achieve that balance, uh, that balance body temperature. And if we get too hot, then that's where we have the same type of mechanisms that try and bring down the body's temperature. So same thing with intermittent fasting. It's, it's really just a natural way to be eating, um, you know, eat, having uh, true meals two to three true meals that you're eating within a certain period of the day where you're just not constantly eating throughout the day allows for a lot of these natural balance type of um, things that we're missing out on to happen. So if you are eating constantly throughout the day, like you know, it's a standard type of protocol that a lot of people have been taught for a long time to eat one every one to two hours right when you wake up, uh, that ultimately shuts off a lot of natural processes within our body that we need in order to have a really healthy balanced life where we can actually not be bloated we where we can utilize fat as fuel where we aren't hungry all the time so a uh, great example is the migrating motor complex um, or the mmc so this is where our body's naturally cleaning out the gi tract whenever we're not eating so this helps to um, push out left behind food and bacteria uh, so that you don't have this fermentation happening in your small intestine um, so you don't get bacterial overgrowth, which is a really big problem for a lot of people in the U.S. SIBO or small intestine bacterial overgrowth has become a really big problem or IBS, which is also really tied to SIBO. And it's this not it's not being able to turn on our MMC because we're constantly eating throughout the day um, and shutting off that MMC where we don't get this this activation of cleaning out that left behind food and bacteria. So now we get these other GI problems. So when you're using something like intermittent fasting, you're allowing for this balance of eating time and fasting time. And this mm -hmm. really just allows you to be in a, um, you know, we have two different states, anabolic and catabolic. One's the uh, buildup and one's the tear down. And when we have that fasting state, that's when we're actually able to start cleaning house. And, you know, we're able to um, get rid of what's not uh, what's not working. So like uh, poor functioning cells or mitochondria within the cells, which is what creates our energy um, or getting out that left behind food and bacteria. All of that happens when we're not eating. And if we're eating all throughout the day, then that's never allowed to turn on. So really what intermittent fasting is doing, it allows you to have these two systems working simultaneously in one day where you can have the cleaning crew come in, but you can also have the nutrient absorption come in as well. And it's life-changing. It feels so different to live in your body when you make a commitment to this schedule. And I, I mean, for me, I had no idea how great I would feel to leave behind grazing and and yeah. do this. So, wow, thank you so much. Looks like we have a caller. We have Judy on the line who would like to speak to you. Welcome to the show, Judy. Oh, hi, Debbie. Thank you. How are you doing Hello. today? Well, 
I'm doing quite well, generally speaking. Wonderful. <laughs> I do have a health question. Um, yes, please. Uh, go ahead. I, yeah. Um, hi, Autumn. Hi. Uh, hi. So, and I'm not going to ask you for diagnosis, but just briefly, <laughs> <laughs> back in January, after breakfast one morning, I was just sipping on some coffee, and I suddenly felt like what I was ingesting and filling my mouth was something very, very toxic. I mean, not anything food-related, and I spit it out and rinsed my tongue, and then my tongue started swelling. I called 911, and I never went into anaphylaxis, but the tongue for the next couple of weeks would go up and down. I was at the emergency room a couple times, and the um, I have an EpiPen, which I don't believe I need, but carry it just in case none of the allergy tests came up positive so but still um i have a little trouble with it it's my tongue still hurts sometimes hasn't come quite back to normal but one person um who was not a doctor or allergist suggested it might actually just be uh inflammation that occurred suddenly Mm. but i've been having trouble getting it to you know finding the right foods and um, I will say my rosacea has cleared up a little mm-hmm. <laughs> since I've cut a lot of foods out, especially spicy. But Well, you've um, called the I right place, Judy. I'm, I'm really glad you called in. I, I bet you haven't heard about Purity Coffee, but Autumn, Autumn can not only address what you've said here, but tell you a little bit about that. So thank oh, you. Good. Yes. Go yeah, ahead. I mean, I think that's Thank you, Debbie. I I think, you know, what I said is pretty much the overview. I'm not finding a lot of change. And I I, I was scheduled for, um, forget what it's called, where you have a little camera go down into your tummy. Yeah, that, that thing. That was canceled. Fun. Yeah, because, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Well, let's so find out what that. Autumn has to say about what you're talking about here. Oh, great. So, Judy, you said it was a pretty sudden when you had that cup of coffee yes actually i had already had three or four sips and it wasn't they weren't little sips but not great big gulps you know and and then this one it was just i thought i had been poisoned and the first thought when i was able to think was that maybe it was something like a pesticide Uh, my friend had brought the coffee back from mexico for me as a treat um, because she knew I liked it, she had brought some before that I had really liked, and but this was this was something I, I I couldn't even tell you what it was, but I literally thought I had been poisoned. Right. Well, from what you're from what you're describing, it does sound some to some level of an allergic response. But if you have been tested and nothing comes up, um, you said it was a coffee from Mexico. Yes, and it had a flavor in it. It had cinnamon. Might have had almond. I'm not sure about that, though. But I'm still eating cinnamon and almond. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, Almond flavoring or like like almond flavoring and cinnamon flavoring that's infused into it? Or was it like you added in almond extract and you added in cinnamon? You know, it came with the coffee. I think it was little tiny bits of almond, and I didn't. I don't know how the cinnamon was in there. Mm. Yeah, that's something that I've actually uh, personally experienced something 
fairly similar. That was a um, you know back in high school, and obviously I'm not a doctor, so I can't diagnose you or anything along those lines. But from what you're describing, it does sound to me like some level of um, an allergic response. And it could just not be from the coffee itself. Pesticides certainly could be an issue. Um, pesticide residues are a really big problem. Um, but mm -hmm. even the flavorings as well, uh, you know, the various preservatives that are used there, a lot of people have allergies to various preservatives. I personally mm -hmm. had an allergic reaction that was a really strong one to various preservatives that were used at this one fondue place I went to. Mm. <laughs> and I, oh. um, so I don't go there anymore. Um, <laughs> oh, good. Um, but I would, I would look into that to see if you're, if there's some type of test that your doctor can, um, do for you where it's testing for the various preservatives that are used, because that is something that myself and multiple of my clients have had pretty severe allergic responses to. Oh, okay. I will ask. I mean, he did take nine vials of blood. Um, and I don't even know what most of the things are, but I definitely yeah. will ask if that was one of, you know, something that was included and if it's something I should go in again for. Yeah, yeah. And another um, concern could even be something I talk about, you know, Debbie mentioned it, but um, with Purity Coffee, I only use mold-free and mold-toxin-free coffee now because I have a pretty severe reaction to mold and mold toxins as well. Um, that's another mm -hmm. thing that's a big problem with a lot of coffees are the mold toxins. And that can, I haven't heard of it causing such a severe response of what you're describing, but it is mm -hmm. also something worth looking into. Um, and trying out a mold-free and mold-toxin-free coffee as well. Um, it's important to make sure you look for not just mold-free, but also mold-toxin-free, because technically almost all coffees are going to be mold-free because they're roasted out and they're um, not, and the actual mold isn't on the coffee anymore, but the mm -hmm. toxins can't be roasted out. So they need to be specifically lab-tested to make sure that there isn't any mold-toxin in there as well. Okay. That sound okay. good, Judy? Does that serve yeah. you? That sounds great. Yeah, and uh, thanks so much, Debbie. Thank you, Autumn. I appreciate oh, your information. I'll check these things out. I'm so glad you called in today, and I will be sending... I've got your email address right here, and I'll be sending you out the link so you can have Autumn's full downloadable intermittent fasting bundle. It is wonderful. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for thank calling you. in. <laughs> Have a great afternoon. You too, Judy. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All right. Well, we're just going to take the quickest of breaks, and when we come back, we have time for your question, so get it to me. Stay tuned. Have you considered your health goals as you step into fall? Are you finishing the year right on track? If these questions leave you stumped, meet Autumn, the founder of L Nutrition. As a clinical nutritionist, she knows that counting calories never works long term, and high endurance exercise is not everyone's thing. Stay tuned for more Story You Talk Radio as Autumn Bates shares scientific facts to help you be fit, reduce chronic pain, and meet your wellness dreams. Are you ready for something real, raw, upfront, and honest? Then tune in each Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here for Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and the host, Sakura Sutter. 
This show is unlike anything you have ever heard and was created to help others to help themselves. Hear me follow up with guests I have hypnotized and see how it has improved their lives. I will also spotlight amazing people from around the world. There's skin tips, live readings, and answers to life's burning questions. Join us each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I am your host, Coach Debbie. And I would like to tell you that I have a program that I'll be launching in January. And it just might be what you are looking for. This is all about authoring your life. Not just getting your book out there. Not just being consistent with your blog. Not just rewriting your brand. I hope you do all that too, but this program in January is dedicated to helping all those facets, all those values of your life come together. This requires a certain investment in yourself, but I promise you, you won't regret it. You can get in touch with me right here at the station. You can write to me at askcoachdebbie at gmail.com. That's AskCoachDebbie, D-E-B-B-Y, at gmail.com. You can call me when I'm on the air, or you can send me a little note in the backside of Facebook. That's Facebook Messenger, and we'll get in touch, and we'll see if this is just right for you. Today, we're talking about your health story. We only got about 10 minutes left to talk about your health story Anytime I sit down and make time to look at Autumn's blog or to go over my intermittent fasting bundle or to go on, some some nights I'll watch up to like 8 to 10 YouTube videos in a row because it really, it just gets me all charged up about my health. I just sit there. I'm not even walking or moving. I'm sitting there thinking, Darn, I'm healthy. You know, I am I'm just following the right woman here. And I'm talking to you about Autumn Bates, who is on the show today. I noticed, Hannah, that you have this great question here. So if you're ready, Autumn, I'm going to read this to you. Hannah is from Bellevue, Washington. She writes in quite often and um, lovely, lovely human being. She says... Yes, you were reading my mind. I need to get more in touch with the story of my health. Good call, the story of my health. I think I just ignore it and hope all will turn out well. Lately, the story of my health is about the fact that you know I am a swimmer and all of the pools are shut down. I don't really like running like you and I'm not a huge fan of the gym. I'm actually thinking about resorting to more health-conscious eating and not relying so much on exercise. Would this be an okay call? In other words, am I making a good decision for myself, or do I need to find a pool? (laughs) From Hannah. That's a, that's a really great question because a lot of people think, um, you know, she didn't specify what her wellness goal is, um, but, you know, a lot of people think that they 
need to be exercising a ton or have a very specific exercise schedule in order to achieve a wellness goal, especially if someone has a weight loss goal, that's typically the first thing that their mind goes to is how much uh, do I need to go to the gym or how much uh, do I need to run and swim and do all these types of exercises in order to achieve my wellness goal. Uh, but really, there's an old school saying that nutrition is about, or you know, abs are made in the kitchen. 80% of nutrition uh, or 80% of weight loss comes down to your what you're eating. But from what I'm seeing in the research and what I'm personally seeing with just working with people one-on-one, the AMP's community, it's really more like 97, 98%, mm. 100% nutrition. And this is really evidence with the fact that I get people writing me almost every single day telling me how, like, why am I not losing weight? I'm exercise, I'm running for 25 hours a week. I'm <laughs> going to the gym every single day. Like, why am I not losing weight? And ultimately it's, you know, with exercise, it's a really great tool to help, you know, improve your um, body composition, help with your strength but it's not going to be the thing that causes you to tap into fat burning mechanisms. That's mm -hmm. really what our food will dictate. And, um, and so, yeah, it, definitely food. If you are looking to achieve a wellness goal, especially if it is weight loss related, food is one of the best, if not the only option really when it comes to long-term sustained, um, wellness and weight loss goals, but it is extremely important that you're doing it the right way because the first thing that people usually think of is, Oh, I should just eat a bunch of, broccoli and count calories. I like did. That. that was my thought. I'm going to have to fall in love with broccoli. Right. <laughs> Which I personally do love broccoli, but you don't have to in order to achieve <laughs> a woman's goal. Um, and that's kind of the point is that we've been misled for so long that it really just comes down to energy in, energy out, and you need to be hungry all the time. I've seen so many people write, um, you know, comments in the YouTube section or, you know, the, uh, just videos that will come out um, where people say, oh, it all comes down to energy in, energy out. But that is such an overly simplistic view of the body that it's, it's really hard to even uh, break that down to discuss it um, in, a, in a more simple manner that I usually do on my channel. But ultimately, um, what people like to think of is that if you consume less than what you're burning, then you're going to lose weight. That's just you know the law of thermodynamics. It has to happen. But what people don't consider is that your body can prefer to store weight or to burn weight at different rates. And that's come that how we do that comes down to what we eat. So if um, you know you that's where you hear people saying like, oh, I'm only eating 1,200 calories. I I work out two hours a day and I used to lose weight and now I'm gaining weight. That's because your BMR, your basal me uh, metabolic rate is starting to go down because you are in that state of semi-starvation and you aren't actually addressing what is causing weight gain and that's at that hormonal level. That's where if you ever watch any of my YouTube channels, you hear me talk a lot about insulin and how insulin is going to be that master switch of really determining if you are in fat burning mode or if you are utilizing or if you're in storing mode. And, um, and when insulin is high, whether it be from eating the wrong types of foods or snacking all throughout the day, then your body just physically can't tap into fat burning mechanisms. So you know, especially if you are new to um, taking a look at what you are going to do for you know, uh, your wellness goals with nutrition, I mean, that is my, we'll call it bread and butter, mm -hmm. right? My bread and butter. 
Um, but it's something, it's something that I really just, I mean, I have 200 plus videos on it, 200 plus articles. I would highly recommend, like Debbie said, binging a lot of my videos. You will learn a lot in a very short amount of time on what types of foods you actually should be eating. And honestly, it's probably going to surprise you. A lot of people are surprised. Mm -hmm. Eating fat is actually going to help you burn fat that you shouldn't really be consuming a lot of, um, you know, those low calorie snacks or really consuming them at all. Uh, it's a lot of things. It's counter um, what you probably learned for a long time. So definitely make sure that you educate yourself on on how your body actually utilizes fat as fuel um, and what's best going to serve your needs. Yes, yes. And, and you get to bring certain things back into your diet that you thought were no-nos. I, I thought almond butter was just this mm-hmm. absolute dirty, naughty thing, you know, kind of a a dessert thing and and it turns out it's it's an essential i yeah. i, I want to tell hannah here that i i didn't lose the weight that i wanted this summer by working out much at all i, I was walking somewhere between oh 25,000 to 45,000 steps a week which really is not that much um you know, two miles when I'd go out walking. And um, I would easily take three days off in between sometimes. What changed was I decided to cook from home. I decided to do intermittent fasting where I had somewhere between an eight to 10 hour window of eating. And I was thoughtful about what was on my plate but things that I love, like coconut milk, oh my goodness, and <laughs> I mean almond butter, oh how I love that. Those things are in my weekly diet, weekly. Not so much Toll House cookies anymore, but there are <laughs> things that are in my weekly diet that, here's the kicker, that help me meet my weight loss goals. So, yeah, and, and just to add on that as well, because I think one thing that people really is always a shocker to them is that not only is being hungry bad for your long-term weight loss goals, but being full is actually what you really should be doing. If you're actually eating until fully satiated on the foods that do satiate you hormonally, then that's going to make it so that you your body actually shifts into fat burning faster and you feel full, which is nice because you don't have to feel hungry all the time. And, and that also lends to the fact that you are able to do this long term and enjoy yourself. Yes. Because if you can't do that long term, if you don't enjoy your food, then ultimately we're just going to be in a, stuck in that yo-yo cycle. And nobody wants that. You know what? I'm going to have to have you back because we are running out of time. Will you come back and visit us again? Of course. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, everyone who listened. Judy for calling in. Hannah for your question. Casey for your question. We'll see you back here next Thursday. And until then, namaste, my friends. Mm -hmm.